Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. On this Independence Day weekend, our scripture for this morning is a piece of political poetry written by the prophet Zechariah. I'm reading from chapter 9, verses 9 through 12. Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you, triumphant and victorious is he humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall command peace to all the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. Now, it's my intention that this sermon not contribute Uh, to the disunity we have had way too much of. I I want the final outcome of this sermon to be unifying, but I'm starting off with, with language that could be construed as being divisive. I hope you'll forgive me, but I do think that Southerners have better street names than Northerners do. Okay, first, let me take off my hat to the logic and order of, let's say, Manhattan, right? So streets run east-west, avenues run north-south. Third Street is just south of Fourth Street, which is way south of 39th Street. There is a logic, but come on. There's just, there's just no poetry in that. Like, like Old Trash Pile Road in Henderson, Louisiana. There's a story behind that. There's, there's a little more crackle in it than just numbers. Or in Dadeville, Alabama, if, if you're driving along and, and you want to take one of the roads off to the water, you know that one of these roads cuts off to the water. You might not be sure which one, but if you get to the road that's called This Ain't It Road, you know that one doesn't go to the water. It's a great name for a street. Sometimes, sometimes the street names or area names are called for what was there or is there, which is also helpful. Old Covered Bridge Road. Well, after many, many times before street signs of saying, oh, go, back, go down to where the old covered bridge used to be. You just finally name it for that, old covered bridge road, and it's helpful. And it's a whole lot more uh, charming than 4th Street. Buckhead, where our church is located, you may know that Mr. Irby's Tavern, which was just north of here, about a mile north where Uh, Roswell and Peachtree Roads Fork, Mr. Irby's Tavern had a big deer head over the door. So for years, folks given directions would say, just go south till you see the buckhead, then go east. 
the buckhead became the identifier the way we call that community. Before we go any further, we'll just agree not to give too much imagination to how Booger Branch Road in Six Mile, Mile, South Carolina got its name. Well, the city of Jerusalem was built up on a hill that was earlier called Mount Zion. So sometimes people would would point to Jerusalem and, and they would call it by its official name, Jerusalem. But sometimes they would use the earlier name, which was Zion. But over time and usage, the names themselves took on more distinct flavors. The prophetic books of the Bible, in those books, Zion is used to denote the spiritual, religious aspects of the city. We're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching to Zion, the beautiful city of God. You see, that identifier for Jerusalem took on a particular connotation. It's kind of like in the South, we talk about the South, but Dixie is also another name for the South. But over time, the usage, Dixie has begun to take on its own flavor, a connotation. So when the biblical writers use Zion for Jerusalem, they are usually underscoring the spiritual, the religious aspects of the city. Well, preacher Barbara Brown Taylor says that every Christian carries two passports. We are citizens of where we live, in our case, uh, the United States of America and Georgia, but we're also citizens of the kingdom of God. We uphold the laws of this passport and this passport. We are citizens of Jerusalem, to use the biblical language, and citizens of Zion. And and the prophet Zechariah says to the people of God, Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion! Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. The the prophet's encouragement comes because there's really not much rejoicing and uh, shouting going on at all. Things are not happy in Jerusalem in these days. Granted, they had returned from exile to, to rebuild the city of Jerusalem. Cyrus of Persia is now in power since conquering Babylon, and it is true that Cyrus is more tolerant, more enlightened than other rulers they had had, but still, things are not good at all for the Israelites. Economically speaking, they were, they were much better off in pagan Babylon than they are back in the holy city of Jerusalem where, where their homeland has just been ransacked. Everything's in shambles, jobs are scarce, things are bad. It is not a good time. And the people, very understandably, want vindication. I mean, imagine they're barely making ends meet. They've been a subjugated people for generations. They want revenge, they want retribution, they want Israel to be on top again. They want what's best for their people, and it's only a natural reaction. 
And so the prophet, this, this poet prophet, tells them what they need to hear, only it's not, not at all what they want to hear. A king is coming to rescue you, but he won't be riding in a tank. He'll be riding in the back of an EMT first aid truck. In fact, if he were in ultimate control, all the military hardware would be unnecessary. And I know you want retribution. You want what is best for you and yours. It's only natural. But the king who is coming is coming to bring peace to the enemies. Peace to all the nations from sea to sea to the ends of the earth. This king draws the boundaries differently too. So that claiming that God loves your country more than God loves other countries just isn't true. Granted, we are citizens of Jerusalem and we should be a good citizen of Jerusalem. We should obey her laws, but we're also citizens of Zion. The prophet Zechariah tells the people of God exactly what they need to hear. It's just not at all what they want to hear. Listen again to this radical poetry, to the words words written to people who want a violent revolution and overthrow. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you. Triumphant and victorious is he. Humble and riding on a donkey. On a colt, the foal of a donkey. He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem. And the battle bow will be cut off and he shall command peace to the nations and dominion shall be from sea to sea and, the ri- and from the river to the ends of the earth. And what we do know, what our Christian faith affirms, is that the king did come to the people of Israel, born in a humble feeding trough, and the saving king came and said, come, follow me. He said, the King Jesus said to the inhabitants of Jerusalem in his day, Render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. Pay your taxes. Be a good citizen of Jerusalem. But render unto God the things that are God's. This is our first allegiance. We know that on Palm Sunday when the crowds gathered and they were waving the palm branches and shouting Hosanna, that they expected a warrior Messiah who would turn the corner on a war stallion. And instead, Jesus turned that corner in fulfillment of this passage. Lo, your king comes to you triumphant and victorious is he, humble, riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Come, follow me, he said. And he came that violence would end. No more violence. Stop it. He came to cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem. Come, follow me. 
He said he came for all people that the rule of love will have dominion from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. You might remember several weeks ago uh, at the beginning of Atlanta's racial violence, Joshua Scott and I came that weekend into this room and we filmed a response to the flare-up of racial violence in Atlanta. More than 1.7 thousand people have listened to that statement. And I said in that message that our social problems are first spiritual problems. We do not get to a stronger and healed nation by getting our candidates elected. We become stronger when we do what's right, when we change our hearts. On this Independence Day weekend, let me say that the best way to be a good citizen of Jerusalem is to be a good citizen of Zion, the kingdom of God. Be a citizen of the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added to you as well. I'm addressing this today on this this weekend when we celebrate our liberty Because I think the first step toward our healing as a nation is an audit of our own bias. So the places where our politics do not measure up to the tall claim of Christ, we change our politics. We are first citizens of Zion. And the prophet's message to us is hard for us to hear to. So I'm going to make two statements. They're both political One of them will probably rub you the wrong way. Number one, it is not okay for a citizen of the kingdom to destroy another person's property. This shouldn't be controversial. It's not okay to respond in violence to the name of the one who came to cut off the battle bow and the chariot. I understand the anger. But it's just not okay to burn down a Wendy's or throw a rock through a store window. It is the language of the unheard. It is still not okay. You might can justify it under some other citizenship. But you cannot justify it identifying as a follower of Christ. Number two. It's not okay for a citizen of the kingdom to attack another's personhood or heritage or participate in systems of oppression. That shouldn't be hard or controversial either. It's not okay to treat any person as lesser than or inferior to. He shall command peace to all the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea. That means everybody. Not just people who look like you, not people, just people who vote like you. Systems that make schools and health care inferior for the residents of South Atlanta is not something we can promote under the name of the one who came to bring salvation from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. Now, as I said, one of those two statements likely rubbed your politics the wrong way. 
but we are first citizens of the kingdom of Christ. The one who came to heal our violence and the one who came declaring that all persons from sea to sea are made in the image of God. Our image of God must not be made to conform to our politics. Our civil life must be shaped by our understanding of the righteous one. The Israelites are in a bad way. They're a subject people. They're experiencing terrible economic hardship. They look with disdain toward the rulers of Persia. They cry out for deliverance. Deliver me and my people. Deliver retribution on my enemies. And the prophet answers them by saying that God is going to deliver. But not by meeting your political hopes. In fact, God is going to flip your political hopes on their head. Behold, your king comes to you. He is righteous and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey. We are citizens of Jerusalem. We do have a civic responsibility. I am a grateful citizen of the United States, and I stand each week in my Rotary meeting pledging my allegiance to the United States of America. I'm an inheritor of the freedom that allows our open worship. And as a citizen of Jerusalem, I should vote and volunteer and plant trees and pick up trash and advocate for civic ideals that make us a better nation because I am a citizen of this land. But my other passport must always be my primary form of identification. I am first a follower of Christ, the one who came riding on a donkey, the one who came in humility humility to end the violence and bring all people together, the one who came to save. So on this Independence Weekend, let's celebrate our freedom We do have the freedom to exercise our liberties, to tweet what we want, vote our conscience. But if our politics and our Facebook posts and our lunchtime rants are not moving us closer to peace and to unity, then we might be good representatives of our party, but our home is Zion the beautiful city of God. Our first loyalty is to the king who brings salvation riding on the back of a donkey. Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponstelian Baptist Church.